Hey guys, welcome to Client Talk. This is the first episode of Client Talk. Uh, it's very nice to finally be able to make this podcast uh, in this new year of 2019. By the way, happy new year to everyone that's listening. Not sure how many people it's going to be. I hope there are quite a few, but maybe that isn't the case. Whatever, this is just about me getting my ideas out. So first of all, I'd like to explain what this podcast is about, um, since it is the first episode. Um, this podcast, as the name already suggests, is me, Michael Klein, talking. You might be wondering about what? There's no specific theme to this. There's, It's not a um, movie review podcast or a making fun of people on the internet podcast, which I like to listen to very often. Uh, it's not one of that those things. It's uh, just me talking about things that I care about, something that has happened to me um, in recent times, something like that. Uh, as something happening in the world that I want to talk about, something that I have an opinion about, some anything like that. Um, so we're. Without any further ado, we're going to get in today's, into today's topic. I'm sort of going to have to preface this with a story because it is something that happened to me. Um, and it leads me into a bigger discussion that I want to talk about. So first warning, um, this is going to be a political and an emotional topic. I know it's a great way to start my podcast by having such a touchy thing, I guess. Um, and it is a very touchy subject. Uh, as you will see very soon, or as you will hear very soon. Um, yeah. So what happened to me was I, uh, a friend of mine recently came up to me. Um, I think it was about three weeks ago. No, not that recent, but uh, still relatively recent. And said something very interesting to me that I promptly had a discussion with her about, but I don't think it was to the fullest extent, and I didn't get all my ideas out. So you might think of this to, uh, as my uh, direct response to her, but also for other people to listen and form their own opinions about. I won't mention her name uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, I hope she's listening. But if she isn't, well, I guess the other people get to hear what I think as well. What she said to me was that... Um, Men shouldn't be able to vote on abortion because it only affects women. Now, I'm not sure how many people think this way. Um, I'm She's the only one that I've heard say that that clearly. But I've also heard my own father say that um, the, the old white people, the old white men in Congress shouldn't be deciding on things that affect women more. Now... I'm not here to dispute that women get affected more by abortion. Um, that's a totally different debate. Uh, for, I'd like to talk about two other things here. First of all, um, the topic of should abortion be legal itself, and then if uh, men should vote on it or not. Um because I feel like there are a lot of misunderstandings here. I'm not trying to propagate my opinion on either of those subjects. I'm trying to clarify uh, what's going on in the world and 
why people disagree because I feel like in the political climate and the politi uh, of the political climate of the media and just of the people generally today, it's more of a I'm you don't agree with me, so I'm not going to listen to you um, and disregard what you say. And then there are many misunderstandings, of course, that come up with that, which I really dislike because I'm open for discussion and talking about things and, and stuff like that. As people who know me uh, will know. So first of all, the topic abortion itself. I think there are a lot of misunderstandings here um, from both sides. So when I speak of both sides, I'm talking of pro-life, the people that believe abortion shouldn't be legal because it is taking the life from a baby um, or a fetus, whatever. It doesn't really matter what you call it. Um, they believe it is taking a life and um, murder, and that would then be murder, and that is wrong. And then pro-choice, which is the group that believes that the woman should be able to choose whether to bear a child or whether to not bear a child, um, just based on the fact that a woman is allowed to choose what to do with their own bodies. Uh, now, I've already slightly highlighted the big problem I see with what is going on here. It's uh, that pro-choice misunderstands pro-life um, often. I'm not going to say if I'm pro-life or pro-choice. Um, if anyone wants to know, they can ask me directly. Um, but the thing is, with this, uh, with this debate, mostly pro-choice misunderstanding pro-life, because I'm a student in a school which is most mostly pro-choice. Um, schools are usually uh, left-wing, and left-wing people are usually pro-choice. So I'm surrounded by pro-choice people, so I only really see the misunderstanding of pro-choice over to pro-life and not the other way around. There might be a lot over there. But that's not what I'm going to talk about, especially because uh, the friend that I talked about that uh, mentioned that sentence, uh, mentioned vote on abortion, uh, is left-wing. I hope I'm not mischaracterizing her, but I assume she is left-wing and thus want to talk about left-wing people and thus pro-choice. So what pro-choice people don't really understand about pro-life, which I think is... Um, sort of bad for the discussion, since it is a very important discussion uh, that many people care about. Um, I hope many people care about it because it's a big thing today. Is that this isn't about, uh, for pro-life, this isn't about um, giving women a choice in this. It isn't about um, going against freedom to do with your own body what you want. This isn't about that for them. And I think that's already sort of what many people don't understand about the pro-life movement, is that for them, this isn't the woman's body. Uh, what do I mean by that? I already mentioned this. Um, they believe abortion is murder because the fetus or the embryo or, or so on 
they believe that that is not part of the woman's body. They believe it is a separate entity, even though it may be attached to the woman and, um, of course, survives only by getting nutrients from the woman. Uh, they don't believe it is their body. This is the big distinction that pro-life people make and that I think many pro-choice people either don't realize or don't know about um, is that they think it is murder because you are killing another human um, and not getting rid of some sort of parasite, which I've heard fetuses called, which is appalling to me, calling fetuses parasites, but never mind. Um, they believe it is murder because you're killing an innocent human being. Now, why do pro-choice people misunderstand about this? Um, I feel like the misunderstanding is shown in the fact that many pro-choice people say it's up to the woman to decide if they want the baby to be born or not to be born. Now, of course, since pro-life people think that it's murder and it's not a part of the woman's body, um, and it's uh, not up to the woman, this argument is invalid. I see this a lot when I watch debates online or I listen to debates or whatever. Um, many pro-choice people say, it's the woman's body, she gets to decide what to do with it. Which is um, not a very great argument, I would have to say from an objective standpoint, seeing as it doesn't really do anything for the opposing side. This this won't convince them because they don't believe it's the woman's body. That's a fundamental disagreement those people have, and beating around the bush won't really help there. Uh, that's sort of the first thing that pro-choice people really misunderstand, I feel like, um, seeing it from my sort of community that I see. Um, the pro-life people don't believe it is up to the woman because it isn't their body. Now, what's an implication of that? They believe it is murder because it is taking away a life. Um, so, of course, it should be illegal. There, This is a more logical approach than people might think it is because they're saying, well, it is not your body, so it is another human, so you're taking away the life of that human, so, it is murder, murder is illegal, so abortion should be illegal. That's sort of the logical propagation of this. Um, and I, th I feel like many pro-choice people don't understand um, this propagation. Now, of course, the biological question of when does life start is much more complicated than I could ever answer, than anyone could ever answer, that's why it's a discussion. So I won't be talking about that because it's obvious that people have different beliefs about that and I'm not sure people can really easily change their minds on how that works, on when life starts. Um, because biology doesn't really help us out here either because following biology, toddlers um, wouldn't really be alive, I think, because they're not able to reproduce. But if reproduction is meant in the sense that the cells split apart, then uh, a fetus is also alive. So um, I don't think really think biology is going to help us out here. It's 
an emotional topic, of course. Now, after going through the big misunderstanding that I think exists between pro-choice and pro-life, especially, well, from the pro-choice to the pro-life side, I hope we're sort of on a level playing field and any of my pro-choice listeners sort of understand what they're up against, so to say. Now I'd like to come to the implication of what my friend said to me. I'll reiterate, it was, men shouldn't vote on abortion because only women get affected by it. Yet again, I'm not sure how many people think this, and I'm not sure if she actually meant it that way. Um, But I'd like to talk about this and something bigger, I guess. Now, first of all, um, on the surface right away, this does seem like not such a terrible argument. Sort of you could argue that way, I guess. Um, It might seem logical to some people, but I'd like to deconstruct that argument of why... um, men should vote on abortion, why everyone should vote on abortion, but why you shouldn't exclude men from doing it because it doesn't affect them. First of all, I believe it does affect men. Um, So if you uh, have a child or you conceive a child with um, a woman as a man and the, an abortion takes place, uh, it will also have an emotional effect effect on the man. Not, I'm not saying that this is a uh, larger emotional effect than on the woman. I'm not sure how that is. It, I think it's very dependent on the two people that we're looking at. Um, and of course, I'm also not saying that men have a physical uh, attachment to this child, of course. Women go through more physical duress, I would say, uh, during an abortion. It depends, of course, on when this abortion takes place. If it's a plan B pill, I'm quite sure that women don't really feel anything. It's just taking a pill and you're not pregnant anymore. But emotions come into play. So first of all, you can't say that men don't get affected by it. You, You can argue that men get affected by it less, but that I'm not going to go into that. And second of all, the big problem with saying men can't vote on abortion is uh, democracy. We live in a democratic society, at least I do, in Switzerland. Not sure if anyone is listening from a non-democratic society um, or a only partly democratic society. We have a very democratic society here. And what is democracy mean every um, citizen of the country gets a vote and everyone gets one vote so every person's opinion counts the same and if you exclude a group of people a group of citizens of course um, there are groups of people that are excluded from voting such as underage people who aren't full citizens yet, but that's that makes a lot of sense. That should be that way. Um, if you exclude a group of citizens from voting, you destroy democracy, obviously. Now, um, the, this might seem obvious to some people, but maybe it wasn't obvious to her, and 
That's what I'm here to talk about. Democracy is very important. It's a fundamental value of my life and of many people's lives around the world. Being able to have a decision over what legislation is passed in your country. Um, so of that would be one argument against why mention uh, that would be one argument for men voting against or voting a voting about whatever voting about abortion you know what i mean um so of course that's something that speaks out against it something else which might be clear might not be clear is that this isn't about the choice of a woman the choice that a woman makes uh about her own body i believe that's why this person made uh this comment is because she felt like men shouldn't vote on what women do with their bodies and the, i again yet again this is a naive approach i feel like this is someone that is saying something emotionally and doesn't understand what the opposition thinks about the topic um because as i detailed already pro-life thinks that abortion is murder this isn't about what women do with their bodies this is about is it murder or not and people think that it is murder and thus should be a crime usually with a life sentence um the reasons why they believe this are usually quite clear. It's usually because uh, they are religious and believe that life starts at conception or something like that, or they've gone through an abortion themselves and realize what an emotional detriment is to the woman or to the man uh, and don't want that to happen to other people. Uh, so that's why men really should vote, be able to vote on abortion, first of all, because democracy and because this isn't about women. Um, that might seem a little, uh, I'm not sure what that might seem, but it might seem a little uh, jarring to people that this isn't about women. This is about more than that. Uh, this is one of the biggest decisions to make. Uh, because it is about murder or not, and because, as one can see in the world today, it is one of the biggest topics of discussion, and will most likely stay that way, because it is an ethical problem where people have their opinions and won't really change their minds. People either believe that it is murder or that it isn't. They either believe life begins at contraception or later. Um, that life begins at conception, not contraception. Uh, life begins at conception or later. And it, I think that will stay that way forever. And, of course, uh, the way democracy works is if the people vote against abortion, it has to be that way. I understand that people uh, feel like, but that's the uh that's against human rights or something like that um of course uh if it is written as a human right and it is written in the constitution that you're not allowed to vote against that then so be it but 
the way people decide in a democratic society is how the society should work because that's how a democracy works. I feel like many people think that democracy means the government follows their opinion, and that's not true. Democracy means people follow the people's opinion, and if the people's opinion is that abortion is illegal, then so be it. Now, uh, one must be very careful with saying that abortion is illegal because even pro-life people think that if the mother's health is in danger, an abortion may be considered. So abor abortion being illegal is never the case um, in a democratic society or in any society that functions um, in that way because the health of the mother is always the first priority, I'm quite sure, and the health the child is um, not less important, but sort of um, a second consideration. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that really makes sense to any of you guys, but that's. I hope what I think. What, what I'm thinking is uh, sort of coming over to you guys, so that you understand what I'm talking about. So yeah, the that's sort of my response, my official response to a friend that mentioned that, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that or were enlightened by that, something like that. Um, if you have any comments on this, you can send me a voice message on the Anchor app or the Anchor website on which this podcast will be distributed first. Um, or you can send me an email at realmichaelkline at gmail.com. That'll be my email for this podcast. And I will try and answer everything that I can, either per email or in the next episode of the podcast. Now that we've gotten our sort of emotional and touchy subject out of the way, I'd like to get to something more fun, which is... A movie review. This, I recently saw the new Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and I wanted to quickly talk about why I thought it was good, why I thought it was bad, and stuff like that. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say I fully recommend it. It, I thoroughly enjoy this movie, even though it is a superhero movie, which, and I don't usually like superhero movies, and because it is an animated movie. And I don't usually like animated movies because I am above the age of six. But this movie thoroughly impressed me with visuals. I know that sounds funny. Visuals of an animation movie. Of course they're good. But the way it was animated in a sort of comic book style, so it looked sort of like a comic book, was very impressive to me. And I really enjoyed what it looked like because it sort of gave me the nostalgia of reading comic books. And as petty as that might sound, I love comic books. And, uh, or I loved comic books. And it sort of sent me back to that time when I read comic books on an afternoon or whatever. So the animation was great. The visuals were amazing. Uh... The story itself is, like every superhero movie, quite predictable, the ending, so to say, but the plot 
and sort of the build up to the ending is very unique. And I feel, well, not unique. It's very, it's done in a very unique way. It's a very cool idea. Of course, I'm not sure if they're the first people to do that, but it's, it's executed perfectly. I thoroughly enjoyed the entire movie, the entire plot and stuff like that. There were a few cringy moments. So uh, if you feel the need to avert your eyes when, uh, when a very sp- when a specific girl comes on screen and our dear Miles Morales, the protagonist, uh, tries to say something to her, uh, you won't be alone in cringing because that's what I did too. It was, some of the scenes are terrible, but I assumed they were meant to be that way. So props to Marvel for being able to make severely cringy scenes. Nice voice crack there, Michael. Severely cringy scenes. But yeah. Um, Now, the next thing, the characters themselves, Miles Morales, the main character, great. I feel like the voice acting was perfect. You really thought it was him. And it really matched the way he looked, the way he acted, the voice acting. Um, The other characters are all written relatively well. I felt that some of the characters were a little too obvious. Um, For example, the uncle. um, There is a plot twist, so to say, with the uncle. I won't spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen the movie. But I think it is quite obvious. And that would have been nice. These voice cracks, man. (laughs) It would have been nice if uh, it was hidden a little more. But... Otherwise, the characters, the father, the mother, the other people, I won't say what they are in case anyone wants to watch the movie without really knowing anything about it. The other important people are written very well. There's one character, the the pig, that I think is unnecessary. It didn't really do anything for the story. Um, but sort of funny, sort of a comic relief, but I thought it was a little unnecessary. She wasn't that nice. But otherwise, the characters were great. The story was great. The animation was great. And last but not least, the soundtrack. Some of you might have heard the new song Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee, um, which is sort of the flag- flagship song from the movie because in the, as well in the trailer, Miles Morales is listening to that song. It's his favorite song. Um and it's a great song. Uh, anyone that hasn't given it a listen, I would highly recommend to give it a listen. The entire album, actually. I enjoyed the entire album. It fits really well with the movie. All the songs are great. Uh, with amazing artists. So there's there's Post Malone. There's Sway Lee, as already mentioned. There's Nicki Minaj. I can't think of that many off the top of my head now. There's... Juice World. Um, there's uh, Jaden Smith with an amazing song. It's actually my favorite song of the entire album, Way Up. So if anyone wants to give that a listen, I highly recommend you do. Uh, by the way, I'm not being sponsored to say this. I actually thoroughly enjoyed the movie and the song. Um, and I really wouldn't be opposed to it winning Best Animation Movie or even Best Soundtrack. I know that might seem a quite crazy for an animation movie, but it is pretty good. 
in my opinion. And this is coming from someone that doesn't really enjoy superhero movies that much. But this was a great one. Yeah. So now to uh, round out the episode, I just want to say a few things. So if you have any comments on what I said today, um, if I made any mistakes or anything you want me to clear up, feel free to shoot me an email at realmichaelkline at gmail.com or send me a voice message on the Anchor app or the Anchor website where you most likely will be listening to this. Um, and I can incorporate the voice message into the next podcast if you want me to. Please make sure that you give me permission to because I don't want to put anyone into the podcast that doesn't want to be in it. Um, and then I'll try and answer that as best as I can. Uh, big thanks to Anchor for hosting me. A, it's a great website. If anyone wants to make their own podcast, they can do it on the website if they want to. And otherwise, have a great week, guys. Um, see you next week, hopefully. I'm not sure if I'll make it, but I will try to get these episodes out weekly. And otherwise, see you next time in episode two. Thanks so much for listening. See ya.